Hello, welcome to Best of Fives. Today's Best of Fives will blow your mind. <laughs> when you think of a, like a great actor who's in, you know, so much stuff, Tim, who do you think of? Robert Redford. But this, this is not about him. No. Who's uh, 342nd on that list? Steve McQueen. Alright, who's... Who's on the 928th on that list? Sam O'Hung. <laughs> what, what, from you know no. <laughs> you know who's Sam O'Hung? Martial Law with him and, and oh Arsenio? He was Jackie Chan. He was Jackie Chan's dude. Yeah. Oh, Tim, I swear to Christ, our friendship is over. If you ask me to do a top five of that dude, that's it. That's, that's, <laughs> I'm that's done. A, what about top five Chow Yun Fat? I can, I can do that. <laughs> Okay. Top five, top five Uncle Benny movies. Uncle Benny's. Well, why did, this? This is what I'm confused about. Yeah, <laughs> about please, your, your show. Why does? Why did this person get picked? Is this just another Timism? Yeah. Okay. This 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 actor and we can we can we can people already know who it is. They 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 saw the thing when they when it when it came up. We yeah. don't need to keep it a secret. Paul Giamatti. This guy, this guy, for the last twenty five years, has had one of the most prolific film and television careers of any actor that's out there. He's everywhere. He's and I don't care who you are. If you've turned on the TV or walked into a movie theater in the last twenty five years, you've seen something with Paul Giamatti in it. But he's he's the kind of actor too where everyone's like, oh yeah, that guy. Like they don't even know his name sometimes. Well, I, I think I think it's it's one of those things. It's it's like. When when you ask people who their favorite bands are, no one ever says Counting Crows or Matchbox 20 or Creed. Paul Giamatti is like the Matchbox 20 of actors. Like wow. he's not he's he's never he's I mean he's good, but he's 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 never one of those guys that that comes to the first the first thing in your mind thinking that's that's my favorite actor. But he has he's, he's he has a he's had a fantastic career. He's in a lot of movies that we all love. He's he's been the lead in a lot of fantastic movies, and he's been a wonderful supporting actor in so many movies. And I thought it'd be fun to give him a little love. You're right about that, and, and not... to piss off and to piss off the Pete Rose fans. <laughs> he he would he would never you would never hear someone say that he's their favorite actor, but you also wouldn't hear people say, "Oh, that guy stinks." Yeah, yeah, like true. that guy's that guy's awful. No one would say, "Oh, that that guy's awful." You don't hear that. So, like, you're right. He's he's one of those guys that he's, is never going to be the he's man. A, he's a utility player. Like he, you doesn't matter what movie you're making. You could be making Richard the Richard the Third, or you could be making Porky's Eight, and he would be perfect in either of those movies. <laughs> I don't want to see his wiener in Porky's Eight, though. <laughs> yeah, and Porky's eight. The tables are turned as chicks peeking through holes. People are spying on. He's he's the new he's the new gym teacher, and they're spying on him now. You know, we've got Bush. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different movie. Franks and Beans. <laughs> um, well, I, I'll be honest. Like you know, my list is going to be horrendous. So <laughs> your list is going to be five. Yeah, five horrendous shit. And you and Dave's going to say, it. Dave, you're going to say it. You pick that. I'm telling you. I am not going to say that. I'll, I'll tell you this. I made the list very quickly because, you know, I just kind of found out about this. I had a hard time narrowing it down. 
But yeah, there's, so there's, many, there's a lot. He has so many good things to choose from. I had a hard time narrowing it down. There's just so many to choose from. I don't think I've seen. I don't. A lot of the shit I'm like didn't see it, heard it, heard of it, didn't see it, heard of it, didn't see it. So you've seen every movie. You've seen all these. No, no, no. All right. I'll tell you when when you when you say what you guys are. I'll say nope, didn't see it. All right. All right. Tim, who want to go first? Timmy. I'll I'll go I'll go first, and I know you haven't seen this. See, see, Tim's already on board. He knows me. Now this, uh, uh, yeah, this I know you haven't seen. Number five, Paul Giamatti, the John Adams HBO series. I didn't, but I heard that that's great. It's awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. You, There's you and I, again, it. it's 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 it's, oh, it's yeah, got an awesome sure. cast, and and I love history, and it's you know it deals it deals with something I know a, a little bit about the the you know the colonies and the American Revolution and this and that and presidents and stuff. And he's, he's awesome in that. And Laura Linney is great in it. And, um, yeah, just a wonderful, wonderful performance. He's, he's fantastic. Uh, I recommend it. You can find it on HBO max if you have it. And I was think it, it was on, was it like a mini, was it on like a bunch or just 10 episodes or something like that? It was, I don't remember how many episodes it was, but it was like a mini series. Okay. It was like, yeah, like it was a lot. Episodes. And each one was like movie length. So yeah. this is this is a huge time commitment. Yeah, you. It's like it, it makes it makes the Ken Burns jazz look like, you know, a a single. A single. But uh, but yeah, his him as John Adams, my number five, <clears throat> Paul Giamatti performance. Yeah, nice. I heard that's great. I keep I always hear good things about that. Want me to go next? Because let, let me ask you this. Yeah. Are you going to watch it? Probably not. Tim. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I, I, I watched Banner Brothers on HBO because I, I, thought, I thought that was cool. There's another one I watched, some kind of another ah, fuck, Tom Hanks thing on there or something, I think. He was behind, and I watched that. But, yeah, I never called it John Adams. Or... There's a scene in, in the John Adams where you actually see someone getting tarred and feathered. And it's one of those things where... I, like in your head, you think it's like kind of a funny thing, like because whenever you would see it in like cartoons and other TV shows, it's just like someone getting some sticky stuff thrown on them, and uh, and then and then uh, uh, feathers thrown on them. And this one, like when you actually see how someone was actually tarred and feathered, they're pouring boiling like if this was Dorian, <laughs> boiling hot tar, like tar that's like that's like two degrees off of like setting a flame on this person's body is burning their flesh to the bone. And then they throw feathers on them and then they make them walk naked. And the tar is like dripping down on their dingle dangles and their balls. And it's just like, God damn, that's a way to go. Not the balls. And then, and then, yeah. And then there's then eventually someone has to peel that tar off and they're peeling flesh. And like, it's, it's not as funny as you would think it would be. (laughs) It's definitely not a comedy piece. Tar- being tart and feathered, not all it's cracked up no. to be. And then, but the thing is, is like uh, Giamatti's standing there horrified watching this while Sam Adams, drunk off his ass, is like, yeah, Sons of Liberty, motherfuckers. <laughs> Give me another flagon of ale. <laughs> Boston for lager. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> yeah. Where did I park my car? <laughs> All right, my number five. 
I know Tim hates. He said it before. Not sure if Dave has watched it. I think it's hysterical, and it's right up my alley, and it's about... I guess it's about... Uh, I already know what you're going to say. Okay. This is a voice role. This is a voice role. I haven't even seen this, and I'm already pissed off at you. The fucking clip. (laughs) The fucking clip that he's in, that he voices... He voices someone's piece of shit, okay? (laughs) It's a show, Dave. Have you watched Big Mouth at all? No, but I know what it is on Netflix, right? Yeah, it's it's you know adolescent, it's, it's little kids and they're going through fucking puberty and you know ten, twelve, thirteen year olds and hairs coming in. This guy's taking a shit, and he voices the fucking shit coming out of the asshole, and it shows everything. <laughs> and Paul Giamatti is it sounds funny though. It's hysterical. Paul Giamatti is, I guess, a lot of his shit's well known for hair or how he yells and screams. Yeah, and the way the shit. <laughs> the stuff that he's saying as his shit, let me out! Screaming <laughs> as a big piece of shit with corn in it. It looks like a piece of shit. The funniest thing I've seen, it's not a great, you know, this is my list. So get ready. And Dave hasn't said it yet. <laughs> that's on your list? No, that sounds funny. I mean, there are certainly things better than that, but that does sound funny. I would like to see that. It is. It's You can you can YouTube it, too. Just, just, oh, it's, hold it's, on. We can YouTube it. Hold on. Let's uh, let me see. It's, what it's like he's given birth. And his friend comes. <laughs> how long, is, how long is this clip? Is this a long clip? Or like, is I think short? it's like a minute and a half, or maybe two minutes. Oh, I don't no, know. Let me let me see because I, I I don't want to watch the episode. But oh my god, what am I typing? Paul Giamatti, Big Mouth. Yeah, yeah. And then you uh, see it's when they're they're in the woods, and this was one kid is constipated, hasn't shat in like whatever three four days, so the shit's ready to be shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's one of his best work. Is that Nick Kroll? Is it? Yeah, Nick Kroll is the voice. John Mulaney. Is that the guy's name? He, yeah. He's John, yeah, John, John Mulaney. I do he's like John Mulaney. I like John I watched, Mulaney. Nick Kroll. I watched uh, one of his uh, stand-up specials last night. Yeah. I can't. I can't find anything. I'm looking here and I don't see. Oh. I'm not a Nick Kroll fan. So. I just see, I just see Nick Kroll, oh, right, Oscar right. nominee, Paul Giamatti to play a piece of shit. But well, I'm I don't, sure you'll see it sometime. Yeah, I'm not going to. It's too, taking too much. There time. it is, Timmy. Hold on. Nick, it's coming. Oh God, you're gonna shit right now. Oh, I can feel it crowning. Oh, you put it a little closer to the microphone. I can't do it. Oh, Andrew, you're already doing it. Stay right here, Daddy. I got you, okay? Your body is doing what it was meant to do. Oh, get this fucking thing out of me. Say whatever you need to say. Oh, I hate men. I hate men. I stand by you. Take me to your darkest it's, it's coming, guys. <laughs> You're my hero. I am so proud of you. One more push. Oh, you did it! You did it! No, Nick, we did it. Should I cut the cord? I think it's Linguini. All right, hold on. <laughs> he talks before this, so I can't find it. I'm sorry. This, this, is, like a, this is like a Celine Dion song. Just yeah. Thanks for everyone get going. Yeah, but it it is just you gotta watch. It's you gotta watch it too. It's hysterical. It's hysterical. I'll it's, I'll look for that. Watch episode. that one episode. All right. 
I'll look for that episode. Okay. Yeah. He he plays Andrew Shit. My number five, Paul Giamatti. <laughs> All right. All right, Dave. Can you can you top that one? Well, I don't know if you'll find this a topper or not, but I would hope so. My number five is his performance as Jerry Heller in Straight oh, Out of Compton. Yeah. Okay. Um, because it's it's that that whole thing was always kind of fascinating anyway. The the this kind of I don't know out of touch white guy with some connections in the music business was the the guy that managed NWA and made them a thing. Um, and I, and I love that movie a lot. And the, I don't know who the guy is that plays easy, but anytime I've ever seen him, he's great. And ice cubes kid is perfect as him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love that movie. They, they hit it all right on the nose. I mean, you know that it's not them, but you feel like you're watching them. And, uh, that relationship with with Heller and the way Giamatti plays it is really good. So that's my number five, straight out of Compton. That's well, a good one. We accept that. <laughs> He's not, you know, a piece of shit in that. But he's not know, a piece of shit. I guess we'll 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 take that. <laughs> Tim, your number four. My number four. If you know me, you know I love uh, Andy Kaufman, and I. Yeah, uh, my number four is his role in Man of the Moon as Bob Zmuda. His Chris has met Bob Zmuda. I have not. Where'd you meet Bob Zmuda? Uh, Tim says that's right. some chiller theater or monster mania thing, right? Tim, I don't even remember. Yeah, the, Bob Zmuda went. He was a guest at like chiller theater or something, dressed as Tony Clifton. Oh, uh, that's awesome. And yeah, but Chris didn't get it. Chris I is like, yeah, it's yeah. just some washed up guy. Yeah. I I'm like, Chris, you, it. you have no idea what you were just standing from. Yeah, it was just some guy. I mean, it was it was like a loser. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> yeah. Like, like you didn't get the joke. Chris they, they, way over Chris's head. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't even know what was happening. No no idea who this guy is. <laughs> no idea like who what his influence on the on the world of comedy was. Chris is just like, yeah, it was just some guy in a dirty jacket. It was just like a fucking loser. I don't know why he wanted his own. Was he wearing the makeup and everything too? Like, I guess he was. Like, I just, I probably didn't even, you know, I didn't know. Chris probably was. thought it was just a, a big fat guy with a yeah, mustache. I thought it was fucking some cosplayer, you know, just <laughs> doing what they do, you know. Was he doing the voice? Was I doing the voice? He must have been. Hickory, hickory, talk. Got the chicken, got the kernel, got the fried. <laughs> now, but Giamatti, I mean, he he was great in that. And there, there's and there was that one scene where he's only in half the makeup when when the two Tony Cliftons are when uh, or when when Andy's there and uh, and he's dressed and I guess Dan DeVito comes in and sees that it's not even Andy Kaufman on stage. It's it's Tony. It's Bob Smuda yeah. as Tony Clifton, but he only yeah. has half the makeup on. He goes. Bah! <laughs> yeah, he gets he has to hold his own with Jim Carrey, and that's not easy to do, but he does it. Yeah, that's a good one. That that's my that's one of my honorable mentions. Man of the Moon, yep. So that, that's Bob Zamuda, the guy that Chris met but didn't appreciate the time he spent with him. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> uh, I will. Before I continue my list, I think Paul Paul Giamatti. I know he's in stuff, and then I'm like, oh yeah, he's in this, and I'm like, oh, I don't remember any of it, but he's in it, so that's where my list goes from now on. Okay. Oh. 
I remember when this movie came out, uh, 2004, and won all kind of awards. I think I didn't see it in theaters. I finally saw it on cable or something. And I remember liking it. I remember it was um, a really a really good movie, um, Sideways. Him and yeah. uh, uh, Sandman with Thomas Hayden Church. Thomas like Hayden Church, yep. Yeah. I remember that was like, did he, did he win for this? Or nominate it, I think? He was nominated. But didn't win an Oscar, I guess, for it? He's never won an Oscar. Okay. No. But I remember... I remember watching it at the time, you know, whatever, 16, 17 years ago, and and and, and I, I enjoyed it. Do I remember it? Not at all, but... <laughs> Do you remember MC Ganey's dick getting smashed up against a window? Oh, yeah. shit! Okay, yeah. <laughs> as soon as you said that now, yeah. It's a full close-up of it. Yeah, it's just like his... MC Ganey's smushing his, 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 his soft penis up against... And he's not a very good-looking man. Car window. Either. No, MC no. Ganey is not a good-looking man. No, <laughs> no. But yeah, that movie was a big deal. When I remember when they yeah. came out, it was there. That that was like the. It started as like an art house kind of thing, and then it became so mainstream that everyone had to have it. That the chains even started getting it around the Oscars, and yeah, everyone saw it. Yeah, it's it's a it's a good it's a good movie, but that's not one. I mean, that's a that's a watch it once and never watch it again kind of yeah. movie to me. Ab- absolutely, and I was I want to put put that one on. So after my piece of shit one, this one makes me look smarter now. <laughs> this is your, more more smarterer. <laughs> this is your prestige pick. Yeah. Yes, yes. So that's my number my number four. Sideways. Okay. Your, nice. Your, to- your token. Yeah. All right, Dave. All right, my number four is Tim's number five, the Ooh. John Adams uh-huh. miniseries. It's uh, and it is. It was. I don't know. Like, what do you call something though? Even it was on TV. It's really a movie. I mean, it was longer than a movie. Like, seriously, the thing, it must have been 10 hours or so. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was great. It was, it's the way HBO does stuff and now other people are doing it too. But for like a long time, they would make a joke of it in I Love You, Man. Um, Because Paul Paul Rudd's like, it's Sunday night, we watch HBO. It's fantastic television. You know, something (laughs) like that. Like, that's what you did on Sunday night. You watched whatever HBO's show was, whether whether it was, you know, and they, they would have the Kirby Enthusiasms and, um, and Big Love and big stuff love like that. True Blood. Yeah, like, for, but then for a while, it was John Adams. And um, it was it was his whole life. I like it because of the same stuff Tim said. Like, um, the, the American Revolution is like a, you know, one of my favorite things to study. They, they nailed it, like everybody. It, it's just fantastic. I don't know if it's because of where we, grew up you know like i've often wondered that to people in other parts of the country it's still their history but to us that shit happened like here yeah we're in the backyard yeah yeah Yeah, i mean every like when we drive around our where we grew up there's like little signs like george washington stayed here um and actually uh the you know i live in nashville the guy that uh nashville is named after francis nash is buried up there in Montgomery County. He died at the Battle of Germantown, and he's buried behind this little church uh, right off of the um, Lansdale-Hatfield ex- exit of the, the Turnpike. Yeah, that's um, the cool thing about living. In fact, I mean, we're talking about John Adams 
right you guys know where this is this is right down the street from my house one it's the oldest street in town and there's a place there called mccool's now mm. um which is where something called the fries or freeze i think is how it's pronounced freeze rebellion happened where a bunch of farmers in the area revolted over some kind of taxation or something like that and they were all arrested and they were pardoned by john adams so john adams knew where quaker town was like that was like you know it makes it cool there's like even one of those historical signs outside the hotel where it happened um i mean that doesn't have anything to do with paul giamatti but he nailed it and i think it was nominated for like every stinking emmy i, I think, think he, he won laura linney won it was like best everything best this and you know like it was it was movie quality yep. television but on television so best tarring out. best feathering <laughs> <laughs> That's my number four. Best son of liberty, Sam Adams. <laughs> Back to you, Tim. good number four. It's a good number four. It, it is. I, I've, I, should, I should, should check it out. <laughs> I, I don't think you will. Yeah, I, this is what I think. I think. I think you'll start it. You'll get 15 minutes into it, and you'll be like, I'm going to go take a shit. <laughs> Hold my hand, Cal. And it'll sound like Paul Giamatti. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. then it all connects it to, to Big Math. Okay. WNBC. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, my number seven. Or my number seven. Seven. <laughs> the fuck? No, I'm looking. My number three is American Splendor. See that, where he that plays is- Harvey, Harvey Picar. You never saw this? No. I never saw it either. Uh... I recommend it, Dave. I think you would like it, Chris. I don't know. Probably, you probably would. <laughs> That's my other favorite thing about when you guys do stuff, Tim. Just like knowing whether or not Chris will like something, and he said, like, "Chris, you're not gonna like this." <laughs> but no, I, uh, I, I, you know, I, I thought I think this movie is. I think it's a great movie. Again, got a got a good got a good cast in it. Uh, and he's and he he's the lead of the movie. He's uh, d- you know he, he he plays Harvey Picard. He is the star. Um, and this came out right around the same time as Sideways. So I think this is this was uh, Giamatti at his probably cinematic peak as like a as we'll call him, call him a leading man, an Indian yeah. leading man. <laughs> He was a commodity in Hollywood yeah. in some way. But well, actually, one of, one of the things I love about this movie is uh, Judah Judah Friedlander is in this, uh, and he plays uh, he plays the guy that loves the White Castle hamburgers the guy that was all over MTV years ago. Yeah, like, I think the, the you know White Castle hamburger is the best. <laughs> uh, but yeah, American Splendor, uh, Harvey P. Carr. I remember seeing Harvey P. Carr. In person, uh, a year after this came out, and Harvey Picar has since passed away. He died. He died a few years ago. And I've actually I've, I've been to Harvey Picar's grave. He's literally, not figuratively, literally next to Elliot Ness's monument up in uh, Cleveland. <laughs> like two steps away. It's like. Harvey- this is the kind Harvey of information Peter. you get only here. <laughs> only from Tim. Harvey Picar, two steps, boop, boop, Elliot Ness. Um, 
Yeah, I remember. I remember seeing him at that at one of the New York Comic Cons, and I wanted to go over and say something, but I couldn't think of anything to say that would make me that would make me sound smart or make me or make him think, oh, that was that that didn't waste my time. So I didn't say anything to him. I just walked away, and then he he died like a year a year or so later. He probably didn't want to talk to you anyway. Yeah, he's, Harvey Pekar is not not a he's not a people person. No, but it would have been nice. I I, I should have I should have gotten to sign something and. But in retrospect, uh, I should have, but I didn't, and I will have to live with that for the rest of my life. Wow! But <laughs> but American American Splendor that is that is my number three. All right, my number three is definitely not on your guys' list. But I remember Tim. I think when when you when you saw this movie, we spoke about this movie a lot. It came out in two thousand seven. Okay. Okay. Here's a little synopsis. Let's see if you guys can guess. A man named Mr. Smith delivers a woman's baby during a shoot. Yeah. <laughs> who, who said, yeah, you, Dave? Yeah. <laughs> and then is called upon to protect the newborn from the army of gunmen. And the actor who's in this movie, which I never quite like him, is Clive Owen. Paul Chiamatti played the villain, Tim. And remember, we talked about this movie, Shoot Him Up? Yeah, it's one of my honorable yeah. mentions. Remember how over yeah, the top he was as the bad guy? Yeah, so I, I, I need to see this movie again. Uh, Tim, to be I remember honest. we talked about this thing, whatever, thirteen years ago, whatever, of how yeah. like stupid it was, but how much we fucking just loved it. That movie's it's, a party. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't remember much of it, but I just saw the movie. I'm like, I saw the thing. I'm like, oh yeah, oh I remember that one. He's just above and beyond, so bad as a villain, and it's just so much fun. Yeah. yeah, he's like he he chews every ounce of scenery in that, and Clive Owen is badass in that. I don't know why you don't like Clive Owen because he's I'm not a fan of fucking him. awesome. <laughs> but yeah, it's a baby, and Clive Owen is like he's running and sliding on his back, holding the baby on his chest while he's shooting guys off to the left <laughs> and the right. What a great movie! And it stars a girl Shoot. from from Braveheart, I think too. So that's probably why. I, I... No, no, that you, you're thinking that Sophie Martin. No, Monica Bellucci. You're thinking Sophie Marcel. Who's this? No, Monica. Monica Bellucci is. Oh, in the Matrix. Hundred times sexier than <laughs> Sophie Marcel. Well, like I said before, if they have boobs, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, right he's now. like. Love, remember in The Professional how crazy Gary Oldman was? Yeah. That's how Paul Giamatti is in this. He just get they just let him. They're like probably just like just do your thing, man. Do whatever you, you want to do, and he goes he goes hot with it. It's good. I wonder if that's oh, he's in, she's in the Passion of the Christ. That's why I got it mixed up. Yeah, she plays she plays Mary. Yeah, no, no, she's she's uh, uh, Mag Magdalene Mag- Mary Magdalene. Yeah, yeah. Mary Magdalene. And Mary Magdalene, Magdalene, why you bugging? <laughs> Uh, it's not on. It's shoot 'em up is not on any of the streaming sites right now. At least not the free ones. I can I can watch it on Prime Video for a buck ninety nine. I can. Tim, it's but, it's. Uh, I just remember it. Just he was so over the top, and I remember I was talking about it like weeks after. Yeah, uh, Great yeah movie. I I need I I would need to watch this one again. I I don't remember it very well. That's my three. Shoot 'em up, Paul Giamatti. Look it up. <laughs> Good choice, Chris. Thank you, Dave. I, I didn't welcome. expect that coming from your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? I say nice things. Yeah, but my list isn't that good sometimes. <laughs> well, it just got better. Yes. 
Is it my turn? Yes. My number three is, uh, I had to look up his character's name because I didn't know, but I actually have seen this movie several times because I love Disney and I'm a big Disney geek. Um, I don't know how I was going to feel about this. It's like, you know, behind the scenes of Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins is fine. But I'm telling you right now, Saving Mr. Banks is, to me, a better movie than Mary Poppins. I would have to agree with you on that. Um, I watched, because they they, re, they reissued Mary Poppins in the theater. Well, no, they, 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 I guess they had, the, they had the remake of it. But I watched I watched the original Mary Poppins, and I'm like, what is this fucking bullshit? <laughs> Dick Van Dyke's great. Yeah. The music in Mary Poppins is excellent. That's I'm not, I'm I've not, never seen it. Kel's, that's one of Kel's favorite films, Mary Poppins. The music is incredible, but this, as the real story of, uh, it was it was a P.L. Travers, I guess it was Australian, the one that wrote mm-hmm. the story, and where the story came from, and there's all these flashbacks with her and uh, Colin Farrell as her dad. Yeah, Colin um, Farrell was and, awesome in that. Oh uh, yeah, and how her life mar- um, kind of uh, mirrored Mr. Banks in. Mary Poppins, and none of that has to do with Paul Giamatti, but this side story is she's a very kind of like prim and proper, stuck-up kind of woman, and she befriends the limo driver that Walt Disney um, provides for her, and it's him, and he's Ralph, and they really become friends to the point where he's really kind of her only friend in the movie. It's this sweet relationship, and, and, and he has a he has a daughter with a disability and he's reading her, he's reading Mary Poppins to her and they have this really great connection. Um, I love it. I've said, it's not the kind of movie I thought like I, when I saw it, I was like, I'm going to watch this again. I watch it. If it's on, I watch it. He's excellent in it. Well, that's my number three. Saving Mr. Banks. Yeah, that is a, that is a good movie. I only saw it the one time. Me too. And, yeah. and again, that's a, that's, that's a movie that like the entire cast is, it's a good Great cast. I think I saw it's on Disney Plus, right, Dave? No. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it is. Yeah. yeah. It's also on uh, Netflix, I believe. I thought Great movie. I saw it. Yeah. Oh no, it's, it's on. It's on HBO Max. Oh, shit. If, okay. I, if I recall, I, I think I saw it. On, I think I saw it as something that was on HBO Max. Back My number you. two. Number two to me is uh, Sideways. Oh. For all the reasons we said before, I'm a big Alexander Payne fan. I love, I love his, uh, I love his movies. Election, Citizen Ruth, uh, about Schmidt. I don't know what his last movie was. Let me see. Election's one of the most underrated movies yeah. of of that era. What what a great movie! And you heard the the the, the girl who played. Uh, uh, Paul Metzler's sister. She she passed away like a, a week or two ago. Paul Metzler, you Betzler. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like like uh, Alexander Payne. You know, he did uh, if you, some of his more recent one, The Descendants, that George Clooney movie where he's on where he lives in. Oh yeah. Oh my god! At the end it. of that movie, with his his wife died. I know that's not the sideways, but my god, you just want to just want to cry your eyes out. In that movie. Uh, what was what was his last movie? Oh, downsizing was his last movie. That was that was the one that was just kind of Matt okay. Damon. I didn't like that one. Yeah, Matt Damon. When Matt Damon was like dropped out, to like <laughs> Matt Damon, <laughs> dropped out to like eight inches tall. Uh, yeah, I mean, but uh, other than downsizing, 
uh, Alexander Payne had, had, a, has a, has a pretty good track record. And this, this movie's great. I don't think I saw it in the theater. I think, I, I think this was one of those ones I remember like going to like a red box and getting or, or blockbuster and getting from blockbuster back when you could get like movies for 99 cents, like older movies. And I was like, Oh, I haven't seen this. I'll get this and the departed. Let's see which one's better, <laughs> you know? And, uh, so, but I think I watched it at that point. But I, the the movie's the movie's great, you know. Uh, the the scene the scene where he's he's at the you know he's at the he gets drunk at the at the wine tasting, and for those who've never been to a wine tasting, you don't actually swallow the wine; you spit it in like a spittoon. And he's just in this rage, like they won't give him a full glass. He picks up one of the spittoons that's everybody's like discarded spit out wine. That. And he just like starts drinking. I'm like, ah, it's one of those things. Like, like he's just, like, <laughs> but yeah. He, but he's he's awesome. He's awesome in that movie, and and it's it's a good movie. I just haven't. I probably haven't seen it in 15 years. Sideways number two. There you go. I think I think I know what all of our number ones are. Well, no one's going to guess my number two, and Dave has every fucking right to say that is on your list for that reason. <laughs> Seriously, I looked at all this stuff. I didn't see a bunch of stuff, whatever. And I was like, "Well, I like." If this you movie. say, yeah. "All right, forget it." I'm I not what. Say anything. <laughs> Nothing. Continue. I like this movie because every there's of what it's about. You know who's in it. He plays. He's the one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh person on IMDb. Doctor Lawrence Hayes. He plays. Are you ready for this? I might. Tim or Dave might even hang up on this call after they they hear why I picked this movie. Doctor Lawrence Hayes. Mm-hmm. Call him drunken Lawrence Hayes. He's on the. Came out in 2015. Yeah. Stars one of the biggest, I guess, action stars of now, like 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 today, where everyone loves him, finds him adorable. His name is... You guys were in the same fucking room with him? Oh. Oh, God. I know what you're going to say. Go ahead, Dave. Say it now. That's on this your list? What, oh, Jesus. That's on your list? What is it? San, San Andreas? Andreas. <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously? But do you know why that's on my list? Yeah, I mean, why? I mean, well, I mean, the girl yeah. is... Oh, oh, <laughs> is it Nadia? Yeah, what does it have to do with Giamatti? He plays the doctor. Don't you remember? Because I don't either. I remember, but didn't even didn't even share a scene with any of them. Tim. Wasn't he like the guy out out on the fault saying this is going to happen, and he's nowhere near the other people? That was amazing when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have an earthquake. Dun 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 dun. I couldn't think of. I I, I looked and I couldn't see one that's like. Did you see? He's he's in the sequel, San Andreas Two. No, is he? Yeah. Best of Five List Part 2 coming out soon. <laughs> yeah. There's a San Andreas 2? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I I like San Andreas. I think it's it's disposable, stupid popcorn fun. Yes. But seriously, number and, two? Yes. Yes. This 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 is a number. This is a number. I, I number five at absolute best. If not, this is this this should be your last hey, honorable mention. You have your list. I'll have mine. <laughs> I have a funny story about San Andreas. Good. <laughs> I was I, the gym that I go to has a movie theater in it, um, so you can 
I mean, it's like a an actual movie theater. It's a dark room, giant screen, and they instead of seats, there's treadmills and bikes and stuff like that. So I go in there and walk, and they play garbage. <laughs> it either is starring The Rock, Vin Diesel, yep, or, or Jason Statham, yeah, and sometimes all of them. Oh, I was gonna say we're all through it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so you, you're, you're treated to any versions of any Fast and Furiouses, or Walking Tall, or the Transporter Part Nine, whatever. <laughs> So San Andreas is playing and I'm in there, you know, walking on the treadmill and there's like some lady in there also walking in the dark. I can't even see this woman (laughs) and something happens in the movie and the lady goes out loud. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) That movie is over the top. Yeah. I silently nodded and kept walking. But did you say, (laughs) look at Paul Giamatti. Did you say that to her? (laughs) I didn't even see him in the scene. He's how long is he in it? He's barely really in it. I just saw he By was the in time that. I started walking, the fault had already erupted and and Carlo Gugino was driving a jet ski. I don't know what was going yeah. on. I'm telling you. Top that one, guys. Okay? Top that. Dave, what's your number okay. two? You think that's better than San Andreas? Come on. My number two is the first time that any of us ever saw or heard of him. And I know Howard Stern would say over and over again that Paul Giamatti owes his entire career to him <laughs> for private parts because I don't know we're all big fans. I religiously listen to Howard Stern and I miss listening to him yeah. because it was like a part of my life for like a really long time. And uh, this was how funny is Paul Giamatti as pig vomit <laughs> in private you parts? You are the motherfucking Antichrist. <laughs> And so much so that like they just kind of let him do his thing, and he wasn't really anybody. I remember Stern would talk about it when he when they were filming it, and he'd be like, "I got this guy, like this guy's really great, this guy that plays, you know, pig vomit." <laughs> and it's like, "Hi, right, you know, whatever. It's just it's going to be a Howard Stern movie, so how good can it be?" And then it turned out to be an actually a great film. Yeah, like instead of just some piece of shit that Howard Stern put his name on, which is. <laughs> kind of what he had been doing that we liked. I mean, I, I, I was always a big fan, but then this was like an actual film. Yeah. It could have been, yeah. but Bongo Fiesta. Yeah, it could have been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In 3d. Yeah. And, and, uh, so much so that they even let him do the, the end credits when it, when the credits are, are rolling and he's, and yeah. he's, oh, yeah, he's yeah. talking to the camera <laughs> He's like the man's the man's a child, man's immature. The man's immature. The man's a child. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen me too. seen that movie. It's yeah. uh, that uh, when that movie came out. By the way, that's my number one. Yeah. So we'll just seg- spoiler we'll me seg- too. Me too. We'll just segue right into it. Number one. But my number one is Private Parts. The first the first time I ever remember seeing him in a movie, but uh, the, there, he may Donnie Brasco may have come out before that. Mm-hmm. That would you, Donnie? But um, yeah, uh, he if if he wasn't in the movie, I don't think the movie would have been as successful. I think I think he he did a lot to push push the comedy mm-hmm. with his, his crazy annex and his facial expression and his screaming and his teeth. Mm-hmm. You know his male pattern baldness and it was just it, it was just so and he was only like twenty eight or twenty nine. 
when he made that movie. He looked uh, like really? he was like fifty. Yeah. He always, even at the that first time, and, and we, I remember us all seeing that and loving it. He reminded me, uh, in some ways, of Sam Kinison. Yeah. He had that that voice and the high pitched thing, and he it was a, it was like you said he was, when he would lose it, he was funnier. I mean, he was he was funny throughout the whole thing, but when he was manic, that's when he was at his best in that movie. Well, and, and the, the 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 scene where he was like in the bathroom. And yeah. they were doing they were doing the skit and the the camera's real close up to his face, and it's just like you, you're you're like you're literally like right there cheek to cheek with them during during those scenes, and it's just so funny. And you you gotta you gotta give it to Howard, you know it's a movie about him, but he you know I mean I know Howard says he owes his you know Shimadi owes his entire career and all that sort of stuff, but Howard I think was probably pretty gracious and giving to allow this other guy to effectively upstage him yeah in this movie to to put out uh, a scene that i think after that movie was over i think more people were probably talking about paul giamatti than they were about stern's performance yeah yeah you're exactly right um <laughs> and it pretty much set the set set the the scale this was this came out at the beginning of 97 this this was like the movie that knocked the Star Wars out of number one. <laughs> and, uh, um, but then the next year, 1998, he was in so many movies after this. So I do think that the combination of this and, and Donnie Brasco, I, uh, got him all of those roles that you saw the next year, like the Truman show. Was it, uh, the, uh, the, the, was it the, the interrogator? Negotiator, negotiator, yeah. There all there was all sorts of movies that came out that following year that he was in. He was in like five movies uh, the, in ninety eight and, and going into ninety nine. Just so the 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 uh, private parts really propelled him to that to that next level, where he then propelled himself to that next level, which would yeah. have been Sideways and American Splendor and those things. Yeah, yeah everybody's got to start somewhere. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> everybody's got to start somewhere, and he made a big splash. Like, yeah. Um, to be NBC. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm kind of curious now, because it's Tim and mine are prior parts, David. You have a, a, new, a new number one. You, yeah. Your yeah, number one's I'm not our number curious. one. How the I hell do did you come up with that one? <laughs> <laughs> if it's St. Andreas... <laughs> I, I, I can't believe you. that's on your list. He's he's predicting San Andreas two <laughs> will be my new number one. It will be. I guess this this is my number one because not only did I love it when I've seen it, but um, at the school that I work at um, in U.S. history, they used this movie as oh, a teaching mm, tool okay. when we studied the Great Depression. And I have seen this movie at okay. least once a year, every year. For the past 14 years and it's cinderella man mm-hmm. um i don't remember oscar things i know that the crow you know and zellweger and the, I, I don't remember if he got an oscar nomination but he deserved it because it's certainly the heart and soul of it is russell crow and renee zellweger but he as the manager is so he's almost like the unsung hero 
of that movie. And because it has the boxing stuff and he's great at the boxing stuff, but the, that movie is, even though it's a boxing movie, the movie isn't really about boxing. The movie is about the great depression. Yeah. And there, the scene that always gets me is there's a scene where, um, her name's may, uh, Braddock. She's kind of mad at the manager that she thinks he's leaving Jim and lurch, you know, they're, they're living high on the hog, you know, in Midtown and stuff like that. And she goes to their house to confront the, the, the manager and he doesn't want to let her in and she storms her way in. And when she gets inside, they, uh, they don't have any furniture. They're, yeah, they're sitting on crates and we're sitting on like crates and lawn eating, chairs, like eating like salt soup. Yeah. And it's because he has sacrificed everything they have to try and, keep things going and to be true and, and, and honor his relationship with his, with his athlete. Um, it's, it's that kind of stuff that I, I think really gets me in that. And he, he has this way of playing things over the top, like he does in private parts and uh, shoot them up. And he can also be insanely subtle like he is in this and show like a million different emotions on his face without saying anything with just like a quiver of his, of his chin or something like that. Like, I think he's so skilled in many different ways. And this shows that different side of him. Cinderella man is my number one. That movie also features Bierko. Uh, as, as, as the Max Russian bear. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, that's probably Bierko's finest moment. I think, I think that that's Bierko's like peak moment. That and when Bierko played Wolverine at the end of one of the epic movies or something. Oh, or, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's, those are those are that, that's a, that's a that's a Craig Bierko. That's actually Chris and I were talking about this a while ago. Uh, um, uh, Ron Howard movies and how Ron Howard kind of gone downhill over the past ten years or so. Yeah. But that one there is uh, top notch. Oh, yeah. Top notch. It's a classic. It's a modern masterpiece to me. The only the only problem I have with that movie, there's the scene where the neighbor, the the, the neighbor bothers me. The neighbor was supposed to represent the everyman, whatever yeah. that guy was, and like all of a sudden his friend the, the that wife, gets in a fight and stuff. Yeah, and then like and they're like he's gone. He's gone to Hooverville. Yeah, and like, and he has to run, and like, whatever his name was, call him Mikey, 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 and, and the whole neighbor thing. I'm just like, fucking shit, man. This is what is why does this have to even be in there? But I understand they're trying to show the everyman, but yeah. it, to me, it came across as like incredibly corny. But other than yeah. that, the rest of the movie is fantastic. Yeah, I guess you're right. The, the, he's the guy that gets because they, they they used to do this. They wouldn't have individual birthday parties because they didn't have the money, so they would have like community birthday parties. Yeah. For every kid on the block, they would share a cake, and he's he's like drunk and he's all pissed off that his kid can't have his own cake and stuff like that. Can't even get my kid my his own cake. I'm gonna run off to Hooverville. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get that kid a cookie puss, I'm going to Hooverville. <laughs> yeah, it's it's March. It's oh cookie puss. Uh, run, 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 run. He's gone. <laughs> Go find him, boxer. All right, <laughs> run, 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 boxer. All I gotta say is, I think if you guys seen him as a shit in Big Mouth, that'd be on your list. Because <laughs> everything they were talking about, he 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 performs it as a piece of shit. You can see the quiver in the shit, and yep. yeah, and he's great. He's great at it. All right. 
All right, that's. Do you, that's do you have any? Do you have any? Uh, I got a f- honorable mentions. I got. I got a few. I don't know why. <laughs> like because because you like Giamatti more than you think you do. Well, all I remember him in this one is he's painted blue. Big fat liar. <laughs> and that's the thing I thought you were going to say before that I was getting angry about. But what for with, a- with Frankie Munez? Is that who's in that? I don't even know. Is that the kid in that movie? Yeah. Why do you write it down? You don't even know the star yeah. of the movie. Because I remember him all painted in blue, and I thought that in, was funny. In the trailer. You yeah. saw the trailer. Yeah. You, did you even see the movie? I must have, Tim. <laughs> I, thought I you must were have say, seen the movie trailer. I thought you were going to say that was like your number two or whatever, because that was like an... I mean, maybe something that your daughter would have watched or something, because it was Frankie Munez. Or, it was like a Nickelodeon movie, wasn't it? I don't know. I, I thought yeah, I, yeah. I think Nickelodeon Studios yeah. kind of thing. But I thought he, right. was, he was, you know, and then and I have on here too, which I wish he was in it more. I guess I want to see more Rhino. Yeah, see, yeah, so what would have done with that? Just the if end, they, right? that? Yeah, they show him at the beginning, and yeah. then they show him at the end, and then at the end. Like if, Show me like a whole backstory or something more. If they, you know? if they ever make that Sinister Six movie, you never know. He might show up. Might come back. I didn't. I didn't like the design of the Rhino. I didn't like it being the mechanical. I kind of wish, you know, I kind of wish it was like, like in the comics, like this sort of epoxy that sort of stuck to the guy's skin. Yeah, and, um, and I, I kind of liked him as Santa Claus too, and um, Red Claus a little bit. <laughs> Claus. Yeah. That's one of my honorable mentions because I do watch it every year, and I really watch it mostly for Vince Vaughn. But yeah. there's a really touching scene in that. Where at the end, after Vince Vaughn saves the day, he comes up to him and he goes, you're the best big brother a guy could ever have. Yeah. And it's like, all right, you got me. (laughs) You got me. You pulled on my heartstrings. (laughs) I have one honorable mention. San Andreas. No. (laughs) It does start with an S. It does start with an A. I know what it is. Safe men. Yeah. He plays Peel Chop. You'd love that movie. Uh, the, this movie, again, uh, this came out in 1998, so he's coming off of the heels of of, of everything that came before, uh, like uh, Private Parts. So he got this as a result of indie movie. But if you look at this cast, this cast of nobodies at the time, Sam Rockwell, Steve Zahn, Mark Ruffalo, and then you have, then you have Michael Lerner and... Uh, Harvey Firestein, Mike, uh, Michael Showalter's in it, um, and Giamatti as 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 Vilchop. This and oh, and uh, what's his name? Um, oh, the guy from the the, the little guy from uh, 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 Peter Dinklage was <coughs> in it. This is the first movie I saw Peter Dinklage in. Uh, just just a, just a fantastic cast, and he's and he's really funny. He's like kind of. He's he's like the he's like the consigliere to the Jewish mafia, but it's a comedy, and uh, you know Sam Rockwell is is supposed to be a safe cracker. It's it's fantastic, and he's great. Love I recommend it. it. It's 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 one of those it's one of those movies that no one has ever seen, but when they see it, they're like, "Fucking a man, that was good." Yeah, um, good. and directed by John Hamburg, who has directed a bunch of other good movies. Such as uh, Along Came Polly, uh, I Love You Man, yes. Why Him, 
and he's produced uh, a bunch of other things like uh, the the Meet the Fockers and Little Fockers and all those things. Hmm. But Giamatti. Oh, the only uh, honorable mention I have is All Is Bright, which is good to watch at Christmas. And I really probably only watched it because it's him and Paul Rudd. And uh, he, I think he, he gets out of parole and he's trying to like get his daughter back. So they become Christmassy, Christmas tree salesmen. Ah. It's, a, it's uh, a comedy, right? It's a comedy, but there's like, you know, it's a dramedy. And they're both kind of degenerates. I really only watched it because I... I'm, you know, obsessed with Paul Rudd, but it's like, oh, well, I like. And you're good friends with him too, right? Yeah. Yeah. We we hung out once. You had a conversation with him. (laughs) Was this was this something that was that came out theaters, or is this a? uh, I don't remember it ever being in theaters. This, if it did, it was like a, you know, not a wide release. Okay. I think I, I must have streamed it somewhere. It's not that old. I don't remember when it came out. I want to say like. 2013 ish. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's good. It's it's not going to set your world on fire, but. Oh, yeah. The two of them together are good. I was going to say, like, I think, I hate to say this, but, and I haven't talked about this once at the trivia show I do. Once you play Santa Claus in something. Yeah. It often to me signifies the end of your career. Santa Claus is hard to come back from to me. So like, and I thought of this this year at Christmas, John Travolta is on TV playing Santa Claus in some credit card commercial with Samuel Jackson. Yeah. That's when you know your career's over. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. I'm afraid to say that Kurt Russell's career might be over. You, it's hard to come back from Santa Claus. Have you, let me ask you this. Have you, watched, have you watched the, the Christmas Chronicle movies? I watched the first one. The second one's not as good. Not as good as first, yeah. But it's 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 a it's a world builder. It's it's kind of like they're creating this this you this Christmas superhero universe mm-hmm. with all these like characters and it's it's interesting. Um I won't say I won't say it's 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 not fine art, but it's fun art. Well, since he's played Santa Claus, I feel like he hasn't really done a lot. And I I mean, this to me is another... There, there are certainly celebrities that do commercials and get a lot of money for it, and they're still at the top of their game. But then I look at guys like John Travolta, like Dennis Quaid, like Paul Giamatti, and Paul Giamatti's on TV now hawking Volkswagens with Rory Culkin. Or hearing yeah. I mean... That's that he's done, right? Like you're you're kind of done. Wasn't he on like a big HBO though show? Was he on like besides John Adams? No, no, yeah, besides that one, I thought. I don't know. I think he's done. It's hard to come back from the credit card commercials unless you're someone like Samuel Jackson, who is just a whore and does everything. Yeah, he's in every fucking thing that's out. Looking, looking here at his movies from the past. We'll just say for the past decade, he hasn't really done anything with the exception of Billions. That's the show. The TV series. Showtime. Is that the show? Um, it's on. It's on cable. Yeah, but he's yeah, been doing that for. Show. He's been doing that for five years. So that that's taken up his time, and he hasn't really been able to do much in terms of like films beyond that. Like if you look at the films he's done, so most of the stuff he's done is TV. 
animation. So I think I think he's one of those guys where he's he's made his money, but uh, so he's he's I don't think I, I just think he's choosing not to work as much. Okay, and I guess you're right if he is on that series. I I I mean if you if you I, I have a lot of friends. I've never had a conversation with someone that started. Hey, did you see the latest billions? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This Who the hell watches that? Nobody. He's got he's got a couple movies in post production: Jungle Cruise with The Rock, San Andreas Two with The Rock. <laughs> what? Gunpowder Milkshake. What's this? I think his last big film, Dave, that came out in theaters. But I guess was a uh, Compton. I think was the, like the last one you really that was did here. So yeah, that was. Uh, we'll, we'll I, I hope I hope I'm wrong. I hope the Santa Claus curse doesn't affect him, but. It, it seems to be a thing to me. Like I just, the other one this year, Steve Carell was on, I don't know what it was. It was Walmart or something as Santa Claus. So you're Steve fucking Carell. Take that Santa Claus shit off. Well, I have to disagree. Cause I think it, it, it makes me feel like they're done. Someone's career ended a long time ago. Who played Santa this year was Mel. Mel Gibson. Uh, right. Mel Gibson's, Dunzo. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. for, for for real. Yeah. And I watch his I watch his movies. These, these you, movies, they're, they're fun to watch. But have man, you seen they, um, the 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 Professor of the Madman? Oh, uh, with, with, with Sean Penn with the dictionary. Yeah. No. It's 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 good. It's it's like it's like the kind of movie you would expect Mel Gibson to be making, rather than. Some of the bad action movies he's been making, making right. of late. All right. Well, I'll count that as an exception. Besides, <laughs> you know, for, force of nature and get the gringo yeah. or whatever this other crap that he yep. does. <laughs> Him and Bruce Willis, they're both done so. Bruce is Bruce in every Willis. DVD movie now. He, he, Bruce, well, Bruce Willis streaming. Here's the thing with Bruce Willis is I think I think he's I think Bruce Willis has just lost the passion. He just wants the money. But he just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he doesn't he doesn't care enough to invest or work hard in something anymore. So he can just show up in any piece of schlock. Yeah, they're, they're those guys are Nicolas Cage. Yeah. 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 And I hate to say it. I mean, I, I love the guy. Billy Zane is kind of the same way. Billy Zane, it you know, all you have to do is throw a script at him and he says, I'll do it. He yeah. doesn't need to read it. Like I don't think I don't think he chooses parts. I think he's chosen for parts. Um these days, and it, actually, I think he's always been chosen for parts. So, uh, let's just face the facts. <laughs> he's, he, he he never met a script that he didn't like. Um, but yeah, I think. But I think uh, uh, definitely Bruce Willis is. If if Bruce Willis could, he would be making Color of Night two, three, four, and five. <laughs> He'd be like, why why aren't we making that a franchise? Yeah, more more uh, penis pool shots and shit, right? Bring, yeah. Bring a fifty-year-old Jane March out of retirement, wherever she is. I wonder, I wonder how she looks at fifty. She probably still looks fourteen. <laughs> well, I only bring up that. Look her up. <laughs> I think that's Dave. <laughs> it's very musical. I think we. <laughs> it's a music. Dave, yeah. you there? <laughs> he's, he's turned into a Star Wars robot. It's. Mi- 
Remember when we were doing the last episode? We heard that big sound. Ever since that, like Dave's sounded different. Yeah, but not like like two one B. How do I sound? <laughs> Good now. Okay. Yeah. Here he is. Before it. Yeah. Wait. Wait till this comes out. You have to listen to, to it. it. It sounded. It sounded like you were like a six year old composing a symphony on a keyboard. I don't do that for many people, just you guys. <laughs> what I was saying was, I, I only bring up that other stuff because I feel like now I'm saying I really I really do like Paul Giamatti, and I think he had a good career. And And the fact that I'm using the word have instead of he's having a good career is kind of yeah. sad to me. You'll, you'll take that all back once you see him, you know, as a piece of shit. Then you'll say he's, okay. he's back. As all a right. piece of shit and as the rhino when he's, he and Michael Keaton are... And when he plays Dr. Whatever the fuck I said for San Andreas 2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, well... Dave, by the way, Jane March, is, but Jane March is 48, and she still looks good. Does she look 14, Tim? No, she she looks she looks like she's in her thirties. Okay. All right. What, what's yours, Dave? Go back to five to one. Uh, five to one was number five, straight out of Compton. Number four, John Adams. Number three, Saving Mister Banks. Number two, Private Parts. And number one, Cinderella Man. My five is the piece of shit and Big Mouth. <laughs> number four, Sideways. Three, Shoot 'Em Up. Two, San Andreas. Oh, he's great in that. Hmm. Number one, Pig Vomit, Private Parts. Yep. What's your Number favorite? five, John Adams. Number four, Men of the Moon. Number three, American Splendor. Number two, Sideways. Number one, Kenny, Private Parts. He's a pain in the butt. All right, well, uh, Dave, is there any actor out there that you would love to do a top five of? Well, I, you know, I mean, the first name that comes to mind is Paul Rudd. Ooh. Yeah. That, that's go. a good one. Maybe I'll see if I can, you know, if he'll sit in with us, you know, because we're old friends. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I mean, if, if you can't get him on, oh. we're just so tired of hearing that same baseball story, okay? <laughs> that's the only story I have. What else do you want me to say? <laughs> I mean, we knew you guys made eye contact, but it mean eight seconds no, doesn't count as a conversation. It it was a conversation. <laughs> I spoke, he spoke back. That constitutes a conversation. Has has you texted you since or or no? No, no. It ghosted me. <laughs> Tim, thank you for you know picking this great actor. Hey, it's awesome. It, it was good. It was good. So. Put on your, you know, on our page, your top five Paul Giamatti, you know, moments. Yeah. You know. Maybe lady, uh, lady in the, maybe lady in the Water will make an appearance on some of Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see he I was in that, that, and I was like, I forget he was even in that. I've never seen that. I've never seen that. That's, yeah, that's one of the, there's a couple uh, M. Night movies I haven't seen, and that's one of them. Watch it. Watch it's, not, it's not as bad as people make it out to be. There's Lady in the Water, and then there's the one about the trees. The Wahlberg. Oh, that's the best one. The Happening. Yeah, I never saw the Happening, and then there's Devil. Uh, the one. The, the elevator. Elevator. Yeah, yeah, I never yeah. saw that. 
I would be willing to do a what do you what do you guys call it when you watch something and just record it a commentary Ooh. of of the happening. Oh, okay. there are very there are very few movies that are as fun to watch as the happening. <laughs> it's it's the once. most fun to watch. Like I'm ready now. What would you rather do? Watch that or this movie in development just called Untitled Lenny Dykstra project project. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's I, I I don't know who's directing it, but it's there's a it's a it's a biopic about Lenny Dykstra. You know what? That would that is pretty uh, enticing actually, but I'm gonna stick with the happening because <laughs> I know I'm getting an hour and forty five minutes of pure splendor. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> less less chewing tobacco. <laughs> All right. Well, well. Thanks for listening. Best of five. You know, what, what's yours? Let us know. <laughs> Thank Tim for you know Paul Giamatti. Well, we'll we'll come up with another winner at some point. So. All right. Well. <laughs> yeah. No, we are. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, and Tim, do your thing. Bam, 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 bam.